Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me. Do we need headphones? No. You like them? I don't know. <laughs> well, what do you normally do? Uh, depends. Yeah, either way. It don't matter, man. Do you want them? Whatever. Well, you're here in Mr. Radio. He's been in radio for 20 years. He knows not to scream into the microphone. Yeah. These <laughs> other wahoos don't know what they're doing. Are we rolling? Yeah. Oh, we're rolling. We just get into it, man. That's right, man. That's how we roll here. The wahoos. The unprepared podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what I expected when I came over here. I was like, there's nothing. I love your place. It's You know? I love it, dude. Let me give you the tour. There it is. Yeah. It reminds me when I first moved here. I do love it. I cannot wait to upgrade. Yeah. I know that's all I talk about, but it... Uh, but it's not bad. It's not bad. No, it's actually... Yeah, it's like when I... I've never lived in a studio, but I've lived in something small like this. It wasn't a studio. It had a, like a little living room. Okay. But, but Get this that is, rich talk out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> Let but me know when is, you come down this here. Is, <laughs> this is like your living room, though, right here. Every corner is a functioning... You know, thank this, you. This is the living room. There's the office. There's the yeah. bedroom. There's See, the entertainment every, center. Every part <laughs> is used. That's what's great. Yeah. You know, I got a four thousand square foot house. I mean, there's all types of corners that are not used. It's just a waste of space. Yeah. Man. See, that's why I don't have a four thousand square foot <laughs> yeah. home I'm owning. You could afford it. You just are smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. It's a waste uh, of money. A house is a waste of money. I just spent all my money on fart t-shirts. God, I hope they sell. <laughs> oh, of course they will. But you know what surprised me about your crowd? They will wear shirt. What's your shirt say? I fart or something like that. Fired for farting. Fired for farting. Like people are walking. Fantastic. Wearing fired for farting shirts, which is amazing. That's a pretty cool crew. Yeah, you know, it takes a special person. Yeah, but I love that person because we do a bunch of shows together, and I see your crowd. Yeah, they all wear Trader Joe's T-shirts. <laughs> I've never seen so many people come to a show in their whole Trader Joe's outfit, like they got their shirt yeah. on. They're so proud of you, bro. Yeah, it's really cool. That's amazing. For those of you who don't know, I don't even know if I did this. This is Michael Yo. He's oh, yeah. a very good friend of mine, and he lets me open for him all the time and has flown me all over the country. And in return, I bring him Trader Joe's employees as audience members. You do, and you bring – here's the great thing about bringing Craig – he brings the best snacks on it's the true. road, like everything you can imagine. He has. I mean, you're you're in. You know, that's what I like. Like you bring. You don't just show up. Yeah, you bring healthy snacks. That's right, healthy snacks. Omega Trek mix, dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Not that milk chocolate bullshit. Dark chocolate messes with my stomach now. Okay, I'll get the milk chocolate. <laughs> the milk chocolate. <laughs> no, the milk chocolate messes with everything. Messes with. I'm old. I'm getting old. What's wrong with your tummy, man? I don't know. Anytime <laughs> I eat chocolate, I gotta poop. It's That's weird. good. Yeah, chocolate shouldn't no, make you poop. poop. You should be pooping. You should be. How many times you do it a day? I wish more. Oh shoot, only like once or twice. I, I do it once <laughs> in the morning. A good one. Yeah, you're supposed to poop like three, four times a day. No, you're not. Google it. Yes. <laughs> no, you're, yes, you are. There is nobody that poops three to four times a day. That's uh, insane. What sure. are you just eating nonstop fiber? Yeah. Dude, shut up. <laughs> it's a Mexican thing, I guess. It's a me <laughs> Oh, so Mexicans go to three, four times a day, huh? No, you're supposed to poop a lot, man. You're supposed to eat a not lot and three, poop a lot. Yes, of course, but not three, four times a day. That's disgusting. At dude. least two times. Google, come on, producer right. man. You got yeah, the Google. Even your producer's like, oh, what's up? Can't be. No, oh, it's okay. not. Four okay, my, to go, okay. I, I'm going to say two to three. No, you can't Doctor change it. recommended. No, you said three to four. What's your guess, producer man? Uh, One, maybe two. Yeah, I'm with producer No, man. there's no way that one. That's that white one red or two. meat bullshit. One or two. There's no generally accepted number of times a person should poop. As a broad rule, pooping anywhere from three times a day to three times a week is normal. Three times Three a day? Three times a week? week? Oh, my what God. What are you, a fucking hibernating human? <laughs> Most people have a regular bowel pattern. They'll poop about the same number of times a day and at a similar time of day. You poop three to four times a day, Craig? No, I wish I did. <laughs> I will say it's the most amazing feeling, dude. 
Like Those... I, it's probably be- at times better than sex. <laughs> like if you got a good poop and it's just like, ah. I don't know why I'm Did talking about Did I get about you on the Because you're on my podcast, baby, and that's what we do. <laughs> you talking about this is so You started it. I did. I did. I because didn't I didn't do it this time. I know, because I I just need to get it out of the way. So we'll just do it up top. Usually after about 45, 50 minutes, I ask you a poop story, but we went right into it. Oh. But also, I got you into Celium Husk, right? I try to get everybody on this planet into Celium Husk. What's a celium husk? I told you to get it like 50 times, no? Celium husk? I've never heard that word it's come soluble out. Soluble fiber. It's solid at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I never started Didn't that. I give it to you, too? I'm you pretty did, sure I did. And I tried it, but I, it didn't do anything. I don't think. You try, would you try one scoop one time? It's like it's it's like a vitamin. You got to keep do doing it. Do you do it. it every day? No, but I should. <laughs> no, but I, I do. Uh, what I do, celium husk is soluble fiber it's like Metamucil, but no fillers, no nothing. It's 100% Colombian pure. And it's out of Trader Joe's. Yeah, but Whole Foods, all of it, any drugstore, okay. it's just fiber. And uh, I do two scoops at night with juice because I don't like the way it, it tastes, but you could do it with water. It doesn't have. Oh, that's right. Because I would try, it doesn't dissolve. You got to shake problem. it the hell up and then you chug it. And I love it because I do it right before bed. Sometimes I'm hungry, so it fills me up, but not without eating. And then I wake up, drink my coffee, and lay. Big, 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 big. But one. see, I don't need your lighter. I don't need that. You think like, you don't need it, but whatever you're doing now, it could be done bigger and better. I yeah. The first time <laughs> Craig gives me this soluble, uh, what is it? Soluble fiber. Soluble fiber, and goes. It takes a six incher and makes it a nine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it does, man. <laughs> it really does. It works in a, as an adhesive in your tummy for all that bullshit, and it gathers it all up. So what I do, like, okay, if I'm eating healthy, but what, I do you, what if you have meetings throughout the day? It doesn't affect. It won't. No, come that, back? that's why it's the best thing on planet Earth, because it does not. It's not like Xlax. It's clean. Most of the time, you wipe, and it's cleaner than without it. But I'm saying, it's will like it a make Greg you... Luganis diver just. <laughs> but I'm saying, will it make you go throughout the day too? No, just one big one in the morning. So it's just, it's just fiber. It it's just like eating healthy. So when I'm eating salads and broccoli and this and that, I don't eat it. But if I'm eating cheeseburger and a steak, yeah, I'm gonna take that because I want I want to process. This you want to get it out. Get huh? it out. It's just it's just fiber. One ingredient. Where do you get it from? Where do you think? Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they should pay. They should, Trader Joe's should sponsor this podcast. They should, but they won't because they're little pussies. So hopefully these guys do. I'm addicted to this shit. What this is that? Herba mate. It's so good. You didn't offer me one. Well, they're three dollars, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get your own, dude. Three dollars. You get the ninety nine cent mineral water. I know. You get in a cup. <laughs> you didn't even give me a can of it. He puts a little bit in a cup. Free refills. What a cheap bastard. Come on, man. <laughs> what? I can't I, buy that cans. Those are seven fifty a twelve pack. Oh my god. That's not an uncense a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big show tonight. Oh yeah, he's on a show tonight with Bill Burr. This comes out uh next Wednesday, so you missed it. You missed it. But do you get nervous when you're on big lineups? No. Me neither. I, Only I enjoy- new new places. Oh, see, that's interesting because I don't get intimidated or scared about the lineups. It is new places that I've never been on because you don't know the vibe of the room. No. Your crowds, too, make me nervous. I'm like, oh, man, because he's a family man, family comic. Not clean, but relatively, you know? Yeah, relatively. And they, it's a little bit more adult, so I bring Craig on. <laughs> 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 He'll yeah. be telling fart jokes, and the adults will be like, "He's got uh, married couples with kids," and I'm going, "I got fired for farting," and they're like, "What the fuck are you, dude?" And I'm like, "Oh boy, oh man." What is the toughest time you had at one of? Was it in uh, Tampa? Tampa was rough. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> that well, intro. Your... It was everything about oh, yeah. it, though. Yeah. It wasn't even my fault. So, Tampa is a lovely club. Oh, it's great, beautiful club. But they need to upgrade their damn sound system because the announcer, the voice of God, Mike, the mic behind oh, the curtain, so the DJ or, or the the employee, or whatever, hypes them up. Guys, you ready for a show? Oh, come on. That's not good enough. Make some noise. Are you ready for your host? Craig Conan. You know, you've seen him on MTV. Except this mic sounded like the Charlie Brown it character. It did. Wah, 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 wah. No. I'm not kidding you. Out of the whole paragraph. Uh-oh. Hang on. It's my ring. Sorry about that. 
Was that your timer? He's got to take his uh, medicine. <laughs> I'm not that old, you bitch. <laughs> He's got to take his glucosamine chondrite. <laughs> Them kneecaps are hurting. Uh, you know what? I need to get... Actually, my doctor told me I need to try that. The glucose... What, what nah, is you it? need a little psyllium must Rub it on the kneecaps. No. Well, you... Dude, you got to get that... Uh, I don't know what it's called. Okay. I don't want to brag, but I was at a dinner with Blake Griffin. Um, <laughs> oh, really? I was. Well, cause how'd, I, how'd that happen? Well, because I was in Detroit with Delia. Wait, let's not finish the Tampa story, but I'm going to go into this because I got a funny bit about the won't, won't, won't. So uh, I did a college gig with Delia in Detroit, and, yeah. and touring in the city was Theo Vaughn and, and his opener, Ari Manis, which is a good buddy of mine. I love Ari. He threw me up last night on Potluck, so thank you, Ari Manis. Check him out. But then... Uh, so it was me, Theo, Delia, Ari, and Blake. And uh, uh, I don't know who knew him, but he was just <laughs> hanging out with us. He was so nice. He bought was us he? all dinner. I got filet mignon. I was like, <laughs> oh, Ooh. you ordered the most expensive thing. I absolutely did. Are you that dude? That night I was. Yeah. <laughs> it looked delicious. <laughs> $108. I take that. No, it was like We're, 50, 60 bucks. Well, my thing is like, that's the problem when you go out with people that got way more money. More money. What do you do? Oh. Do you play it safe and order something sensible? Because you don't want anybody that got more well, money looking that, at you going, really? <laughs> you ordered the most expensive thing? At that table, there was three millionaires. So I was like, it's a safe bet. And yeah. even like somebody greenlit me because I, I am not that guy. What do you mean they green, greenlit like, you? I, I asked the server, what's the best thing? Like, what should I get? She's like, a Filamenon is out of this world. And then I looked and then... Like Delia was like, yeah, get it. You know, like I didn't, I didn't. And then Blake was like, yeah, get it. And Theo <laughs> yeah. was like, fuck you. No, the Blake just took the, like Chris and Theo are gentlemen. They were going oh, yeah. to pay. Blake wouldn't let it happen. He just took care of it before they could even See, offer. I'm that dude that slides the card to the yeah, waiter. that's what he did. Yeah. That's, that's what you, a gangster that's, move. That's what happens when you have money, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is like, I brought you some chocolates. I got you 99 cent dark chocolate that because you shit your pants. <laughs> I bought a girl pancakes once, you know. Did you really? That's a big <laughs> no. step for Wait, you. The whole reason I brought up Blake because mm -hmm. he was talking about fancy shit i i don't i'm gonna mess it up but they have this thing where they take your blood out and then they and then they uh prp is that what it's called yeah where they and put he, it back in yeah and he knee. did it to his knee yeah. to regrow some tendons and he's like oh dude he's like my knee was fucked up and they did this shit and he's like oh it's like stronger than ever now he like regrew tendons and shit yeah so you could do that old man I'll with money Oh shit! Old man with money. Is that my name now? Old man <laughs> yeah. with money. <laughs> this is Michael. Old man with money. <laughs> Maybe how's your hemoglobin knee? Is that what I, it's called? Hemoglobin. I, hemoglobin. <laughs> <laughs> how's your hemoglobin knee? You, you know what the thing. I'm, I'm going to blood up. I'm like, going. It's PRP, dude. That's what I said. No, you said hemoglobin. Ah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> so I'm going on tour. So I'm trying to think of a name for the tour next year because I know the next name for my new special because I'm building the material next year and then I'm going to shoot it at the end of next year or the beginning of next year or the year after. I just need a tour name. Family first tour. See, that's cool. But then that alienates people that are not in fan. What if you're single and you want to see me? I need a so what single I, ready to mingle tour. But I'm not single already, man. Well, you can't have everything. Maybe can I'll you? call it the hemoglobin. What is the hemoglobin? <laughs> <laughs> the bad hemoglobin tour. Would you say bad knee? Old man, old bad man, knee bad knee tour. <laughs> yeah. The old, bad knees tour. <laughs> the bad. That's not a bad that's name funny. at all. Bad that's Bad knees funny. tour. I was thinking what I say tour. Because always to my kid, I'm going, what I say, what I say, what I say, and then when I say something to my wife that makes her mad, the first thing you go is what I say, what I say. So it'd be called the what I say tour. Mm. No. Does that have a pop to it? Yeah. To be honest, no, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I that you you know what you to do. You gotta write down the list and you bounce it off some family and people in the business, not in the business. I was really into what I say tour. You just <laughs> fucking killed that, dude. Well hold on. Hold on. Let's go through my get. names of my tour. Let's go. Let's see what Craig thinks. That's what you Should get I for be having not, those bad kneecaps. Shut up. <laughs> Should I be not saying these? Because I don't want anyone to steal them either. Nobody's going to steal I shit. Know, who I listens know. to my podcast? Exactly. That's that, a headlining I, I, comedian. I just, I just thought about that. I was like, who listens to <laughs> who this anyway? Who do you fucking think Theo listens to <laughs> shit? Like a bunch oh, of, good name, Michael. I'll a bunch of it. Trader Joe's people going to go on tour. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
Hey, we got a name. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me see. Oh, what? No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, delay. Oh, Urban Mate. Don't you wish you had one? <laughs> I do actually have another one, but it's warm. No, I, don't I got him out of no, my car. No, I got him out of my no, car. No, no. You didn't offer, man. I'm all about I'm offering offer. now, aren't no, I? No, I don't want it. Haven't you want... ever heard of Redemption Song? No. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Daddy's Home Tour? No, that's too creepy. Oh, it is kind of creepy. <laughs> that's creepy. Right? How about I'll be right back tour? That's not bad. I don't really know how it makes sense though. Yeah, I, I don't know. Family first tour. That was one of the names I had. It was it really? Yeah, family first tour. I like uh, that one. <laughs> eyes wide open. Since my, you know I'm Asian. Nah, ah, too racist. Uh, you can't say that anymore. Oh, so you know the joke. You know my set. <laughs> You know the you know the joke I go. It's the true. It's it's the truth tour. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a good tour? one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm soft because of that joke about uh, no. I'm soft tour. <laughs> that's that's gross. Limp dick. But that's great. That's all I hear. I'm soft the limp tour. Limp dick tour. You don't want to be the limp dick comic. Leave that for the others. What just happened tour? That's all right. Yeah, it's the truth. What just happened to two top ones? And let's see, I got anything else? Uh nope that's it the other one, which one? Which? It's the truth. Um, you just said one. Family, family first. Family first. It's the truth. What just happened? What just happened? I'll be right back. That doesn't make sense. No. So. Uh, family first. So you have four good ones. Family. Okay. I had a name. Two good ones. You did Two. that one twice. Oh. Well, he's dumb. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you're not that <laughs> bright. I'm so smart. Who's smarter, Michael Linoche or you? Like, if Me. Y'all, if y'all <laughs> took a test. No, I'm serious. I'll if blow him out. No, I don't know. Water. I think Michael Linoche plays dumb. But he's... No, he is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I play dumb. Nah. You don't even know what hemoglobin means. There, because it doesn't mean anything. Hemoglobin. <laughs> 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 I think Michael Anoche, you know, his his shtick is to always get picked on. But I, I have a feeling he's really smart. Like, so if y'all were to nope. take a test, I I'll guarantee blow him out you. Of the water. I'll take a like I2 a basic. Test. Like, if y'all took a fifth grader test, I bet fifth you he was scoring. Yeah, I, I I'll bet be you. you. I'll no. be you, old man. <laughs> you want to race to the test? I'll beat you there oh, and I, on I, the test. I would totally beat you running with a bad knee. No. 100 We quick. could go outside right now. <laughs> I play I'll... dodgeball, fool. D- it don't you matter. You don't want none of this. Dude, please. I got them good knees. <laughs> <laughs> I got the hemoglobin knees. <laughs> I got them good knees tour. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I got the good knees tour. Now, family first is good. It's the truth tour is good. I like it's the truth. Yeah, those two are the it's top. The truth there was tour. one other one real quick. What was it again? It's the truth. Family first. You didn't like daddy. Welcome home tour. Daddy's home. Not daddy's home. <laughs> you just said him, dude. I don't know. I just like I had an idea. Oh, the limp dick tour. Oh, yeah. I'm soft tour. <laughs> I'm soft tour. Limp dick tour. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. How to not sell tickets? Oh, I wa- I'm a big fan, but I don't know about this. What's they gonna talk about? Is limp dick the whole time? Bro? I'm soft, no, because as you grow up as a man and you have a kid, you get soft. Yeah, but still. Like, Do you have kids, producer man? No. Oh, the other two or three are better than that one for yeah. sure. <laughs> but wait, back to Tampa. So that Tampa, the Charlie Brown. Oh, were intro, you bombed? I did not bomb. Oh, my God. It was so quiet. I stayed in the pocket. <laughs> no. So he was supposed to do how many minutes? Were he? 30 minutes. Craig. No, jumps- that's not where I bailed. So anyway, I bailed you- in another city. I don't remember because dude. I'll never forget. So, no, 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 no. I remember. I, I said do 25 to 30 minutes up top. And then I go on and do an hour. Craig like is struggling through this set. Gets about 19 minutes, and I hear like around 21 minutes. I hear, "Thank you, good night." <laughs> and I'm like, "That Dude, wasn't Tampa, though." Where was that? I, I I remember that, and I absolutely did do that, but it wasn't Tampa because I remember in Tampa you said, "Do your 30 because it's a two man show, yeah. you know, it needs to be an hour and a half." And that's Is this weird. My the, arm around you? No, no. I'm just a big man. I'm soft tour. <laughs> um, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'll never. I absolutely did. I am guilty. I did bail, but it wasn't Tampa. Why did you bail? Because I was bombing, and they didn't like me. No, uh, but in Tampa, you said do your time because yeah. it's a two man show, and I was like, 
and then they did the wah 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 intro. Oh my god, you have the worst intro. So bad. They literally. I, I should have just introed myself with the. Anyways, so I'll never forget this. So it is an air conditioned club because it's Tampa. It is hot, so it's not hot in the club. I predominantly just stand still. I don't move much. I don't sweat much. I literally. Even in dodgeball, I don't sweat to like the second hour. I'm weird. I just don't sweat. This is the first time in history I'm standing still bombing, and I just feel a bead of sweat go down my <laughs> spinal cord. And I'm like, I've never felt that in my life before. I was like, oh, my God. Only 20 more minutes. But I did my goddamn time <laughs> you did. at that club. It was I don't remember what it was. I forgot what it was. Too. Well, you take me in so many places. So thank you. I'm sure I did well. Um, I'm yeah. sure I did You know well. what's funny about us? Yeah. Anytime the audience is uh, younger and rowdier, I go, oh, man, I love that crowd. And you're like, I didn't like them. And then if they're <laughs> older and wiser, I'm like, oh, fuck that. You're like, they were awesome. Like, it's polar yeah. opposites for yeah. us. Because, I, I mean, like, you know, I like all types of audience. But, you know, I'm older, so there's different audience. Anybody can relate to me, but I just like talking to people. Because I hate, like... And if you're watching, I know you got a lot of young people, but I hate people like 18 and under, like that go to comedy clubs. You know, like well, they they are they're also most of them are. Just I don't super hate sensitive. them. That's a word. That's a word. I don't want to use the word hate. You should uh, dislike. Make that your tour name. I hate everybody. Young tour. <laughs> I thought that would give a bigger laugh. No. <laughs> Tampa flashbacks. <laughs> Tampa flashbacks. Where did I bail? Oh, I think I bailed in San Francisco. Remember, I was. No, 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 no. No, you did. Oh, I bombed that one. I bombed on one of them. Yeah, you did. Oof. That was a mistake. <laughs> because I, I remember when you I said. I stayed in when the you pocket, go, though. You did. And I, that's what it's about, man. Learn it. Like, that's what I love about Dave. He stays in the pocket. No matter if a joke. I mean, usually jokes are going well with him. But even if, like, I've been at the comedy store where not going well, stays in the pocket, whatever. Stays in the pocket. Whatever. Just stay up in there, man. No matter what they say, stay up in there. In San Francisco, I was bombing so hard. I only did 15 because we had Nick, so it was a three-man show. Yeah. Do you think it's my crowd that makes you bomb? Because that, you that, never bomb with Crystal Leah's crowd. No, but that that's a, that was a cold-cut combo of a lot of things. Cobbs is a big, vacuous it's a club. warehouse. It's a warehouse. 80-foot seal. Hey, comedy clubs, stop putting them in airport hangers, all right? <laughs> a small box. We Anyways. love Cobbs. By the way, we love Cobbs. I love Cobbs. That's that's Craig. Never book him. <laughs> Thanks for I the hoodie. I love Cobbs. <laughs> I love cops. <laughs> they pay me great money. Hey, it's a good club, but I just okay. I love punchline Co- though too pu- out there. What we're saying is Cobbs treats you well, treats you like a rock star, pays you in you know, but the just the uh the building itself, it's not for comedy. It was like an old rock venue. It's you know, it's just huge. Anyway, And then that show you didn't do well, it was half empty. You know, we saw it was, always, light- it was a lot of empty seats on that one, and I was like, ugh. It was a light night. They're older. I went first. I made a mistake. I didn't start off how I normally start off with. They were absolutely tight as hell. Yeah. They Did were. Did you go on first or second? I went on first. Uh, and then, but I was proud of myself because I know I bombed. I, I did about 15 minutes. I bombed for like eight, nine minutes. But then I finally got them. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I got them rolling for the last five. But I almost, this is how, this is why I was proud of myself. Because normally, when I finally get them rolling, I'll then n- finally, you know, call it out and then dig myself back in another hole and then have to rewind them over. But n- this time I was like, no, 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 no. Just keep going. Just keep it going. And then, and then I did. I end up, because, you know, of course they remember the first half. But as long as you end on a big laugh, they'll be like, oh, he won that bad. Yeah, you just got to end on something good. Yeah, but what, have you ever bombed at the comedy store? Um, yes, but in horrible conditions. Uh, like, but for the most part, the comedy store is the best just because I'm a weird guy and I talk about weird shit. And the comedy store is such a mecca for comedy. That's where, like, most of the audience knows this is where they go to experiment and grow and get weird, you know? You think the crowd knows that? They, For the most part, yeah. Because it's like, you know, when you're yeah. going to the improv, you expect the show, mm-hmm. you know? 
going to the laugh factory, you expect a show. When you're going to the comedy store, you're like, ooh, like, what is going to happen? You know, I feel like it's that's almost the like vibe. if you're, it's almost like at the comedy store, if you're too polished, it doesn't work. I yes, they kind of want you stumble. Like it's weird dynamic. They kind of want you they, just talking like this, just kind of stumbling around, work, they, finding your way into jokes. Because I notice when I perform like that. At the comedy store, it works, but if I just, like, at the laugh hour, you just boom, boom, boom. Like, what works on the road will not necessarily work at the comedy store at all. I've seen road killers go there and do their act, and it's like, eh, but on the road, it murders. But a guy that's reading from a notebook or doing, like, it's just an experimental place. That's what's, I think that's why it's so magical, is because from top to bottom, from open micers to Joe Rogan, people are testing stuff out there. I love... It's like on a Tuesday night. That's the best night for thirty dollars. You can see I think it's Sebast- twenty. Is it twenty? I think you it's twenty. You can see Sebastian. You can see Bill Burr. Joey Dave, Diaz. Joey Diaz. God, he's my favorite. Uh, you. I mean, just a group. You know, Ali Wong, Delia, Ro- The lineup it's is sick. literally Ali, Sebastian, Chris, Rogan, Theo. Joey Diaz, Ian Edward, like Judd Apatow, like, Whitney Cummings, Sarah and my pop in. Eliza's always there. The dude, it's insane on a Tuesday for twenty it's bucks. The, it's the best night in the world in comedy. Tuesday Literally at the world's the world. famous comedy store the is best the night. best lineups in the world. That is my goal in life to get on one of those lineups. I know I've been on many, many, many dope shows, but like. What's Tuesday tonight? night at the comedy store. Tuesday. Oh, it is Tuesday. <laughs> For, you should call it the Losing My Mind Tour. It's too, No, no, no. What my, day of the week is it tour? Who's, who's oh, God, am I old tour. Yeah. I think I'm performing <laughs> tonight. I think I'm performing tonight. It's a Tuesday. Who, with Bill Burr? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God damn, he's the best. Who, who, have you, who have you gone after that you're like, oh, damn. I got old Bill Burr. How was that? It was unbelievable. But you know, like as you progress, like you just learn tricks. Yeah. I know if I don't comment on following Bill Burr, you're going to die a slow, miserable death. Yeah, you got to acknowledge greatness before. I acknowledged him, and then I try to impersonate him, and me trying to impersonate anybody is pretty funny. Because I'm like, ah, Bill Burr, you know. Actually, I think you were at the show one of them times. Were you and Joe Dressel there in the belly room when Bill Burr popped in? I, mean, I think Joe was there. I wasn't. Joe was there. Okay, that's Joe's camera. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> do you do you try to put it out of your? I mean, so what's your impression of Bill Burr? Let me. Yeah, oh, hey. Bill Burr. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, Bill hey, Burr. Hey, hey. Fuck my wife. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, There's your clip right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll edit that part out. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> That's the clip you release right there. <laughs> the bill, <laughs> Just yeah. the awkward silence after you said that. <laughs> um, yeah, God, that guy. But I've had to follow uh, so many people. You know how it is in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I follow Damon Wayans Jr. on a sold-out OR show, show, show that he just burned it down. I was like, oh, come on. And that was early on. I was, I was supposed uh, – I don't know what happened, but it was supposed to be me – I know what happened. It was supposed to be me, then Damon Wayans Jr. He's headlining. And he had another spot, and he's like, asked the producer, hey, can I go up now? And then they, of course, were like, yeah. So then it was Damon Wayans Jr. doing 20 or 30, and then me. And I was like, oh, come on. You can't wait 10 minutes. Because <laughs> I was only like two years in at that time. But uh, I salvaged the situation just because you call it as it is. You know, I just like, hey, give it up for Damon Wayans Jr. He's fucking famous. As fuck, and I was like, I work at Trader Joe's. How are you? You know, yeah, just, that's you how you get talk. into it. That's that's because I have followed greats and not done those tricks. Oh man! Oh, oh, slow down. Because a lot, because a lot of times, if you follow like somebody great like that, everybody's like, riding the momentum. No, <laughs> acknowledge it. <laughs> reset you, the room. You can't reset the room. I don't care what. Like, if you're an unknown comic, and you just went after somebody. 
you can't ride like a Bill Burr or a you can't ride their momentum because they're at such a different level. What you got to do is acknowledge it and then yeah. you kick ass. Yeah. You know, you just got to acknowledge it once because I tried it. I tried it. You know, I fell in that trap a couple of times early on. And then you like everybody's like because you hear it when you're younger. Ride oh, the wave. Ride, ride the, the wave. wave. Ride the wave. <laughs> and then that wave just <laughs> crashes as soon as they get off stage. Ride the or, wave. Or you reset the room. You know, it's it's like it, it's really an art. Like if somebody crushes before you, yeah, to go up there slower, start slower, but then when you do say something, it has to hit. Yeah, like and I'm not even talking about you going after, but I'm just talking about if somebody in front of you destroys, you have to reset the room for yourself. Just, li just little, you know, uh, just tricks like you're watching their set. They said something hilarious that made you laugh. Just commentate on that. Yeah. Comment on that. It's or literally, that. or no, but, but like, if that does, but man, but, oh, if you that make that or, comment and it doesn't work, <laughs> oh, your hole is even deeper, man. Oh yeah, I, uh, I, oh, I, I oh, remember shit. I, I made a, a comment story. about somebody and nobody laughed. I'm like, fuck, now I got to dig twice as fast. Yeah, I did here. too. I just recently finesse Mitchell witnessed it and he <laughs> was laughing. What happened? Tell me. So, uh. I believe Tom Tran was running a uh, late night set or like an AGT set, just a you know a, a five minute set. Guest pop in to run his set for TV, and he is a veteran. He's taking a bullet to the head, so he has jokes about that. And I'm hosting, emceeing, and I get up there. He's a veteran, not a comedy, like an actual military <laughs> veteran. Yeah, thank I'm you. helping you out with your story. It's like a they veteran. They get it. They know who I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Iraq War veteran. He's done two or three tours. He's done some shit. He's taking a bullet to the fucking head, and he has very funny jokes about it. And then I'm hosting. He does his late night set, uh, crushes, and then I get up there and try to make fun of his, him for taking a bullet in the head, and it bombs. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? I basically, dude, I don't even know what I said. I wasn't like shitting on him. I was like, give it up for him. But then I said the first part, and I was trying to invent the second riff. Uh, and as I was trying to invent uh, it, the first part bombed so bad that I literally <laughs> went, yeah, on with the show, and I bailed. <laughs> And then I got off. He took a bullet to I, the head. Oh. I bailed. And then it it bombed. And then I bailed. So it was double negative. And then I'm hosting. So I was like, keep that energy going. Give it. <laughs> that, that's the... That's the <laughs> and then I get off stage. Who'd you introduce? Who'd you introduce? Because you just I totally Pete, destroyed their set. I think set. Pete Lee. But oh, he's Pete a Lee pro. Yeah, he's Pete a fucking pro. It. And then I get down in the comics booth uh -huh. and Finesse Mitchell's sitting there and I look at him and I was like, man, I ate shit on that. <laughs> and, then, and then he just started laughing. He's like, I wasn't going to say nothing. I don't want to make you feel bad. But I, he said he was praying for me. He's like, rip cord, pull the rip cord, get <laughs> out, <laughs> get out. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> Dude, that's what you cannot joke about a veteran getting <laughs> shot in the head. I, but hey, you, lesson learned. I will never do that again. I don't like when the host, if it's like when the host does like <laughs> 10 minutes or five minutes between sets. I never I don't do like that. that. No, I'm not saying you, but, but I, no, I've done a show where they do that. And I, it's just like you have the momentum going. Let's keep the shit once. It's like these hosts. Oh, my God. But I guess that's how they do it in Europe. You know, the host is like the headliner and they. But these people are but just Los Angeles is different. That's yeah. like it just no I mean I host all the time. I don't really want to. I'd much rather be on the lineup. It's just easier, but hey, I'll take it. Anyways, this is fucking Hollywood. You gotta line up do, with do, Theo Von, Delia, Donnell Rawlings, Finesse Miss Mitchell. Like just get to them. All right. You know, you do your time up top and crush up do top. Do you rather like on those lineups be in it or hosting it? I'd rather be on it. What's what's less pressure? Hosting's hard as fuck. That's what I thought. Cold man. open, I, dude. I you, could not host. You I were, don't know what to say to you people. You're cold opening the room. And and uh I mean, yeah. I feel like my listeners know this by now, but like the audience isn't ready. Cold opening is so hard. They call it biting the bullet for a reason. They are cause they they're sitting down, they're ordering. talking to their friends, they're ordering drinks. They're still texting. They're not ready for comedy. They're texting their friend, Where are you? I'm saving you a seat. Like you literally have to shake them, be like, all right, and whip them into comedy shape. Like, all right, you guys ready for a show, you know? Who's some of the best hosts you've seen? Ken Gar is an amazing host. Uh, uh, Gary Cannon. 
I'll tell you, uh, Melissa he's a, McQueen. He's a headliner, but he's a great uh, host. Orlando Leva. Of course. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never seen a host that's good. He knows how to talk to the crowd, get them in the mood, but still be funny. Yeah. And ha- he knows how Without to. Without one ounce of nerves ever showing, no. you're just safe in his yeah. hands. You oh, know? I you're love like, him. oh, that's the biggest thing uh, I'd say is most important for a host is make them feel safe. Because a lot of times, audience are super nervous. Like, are they going to be picking funny? Picking on me. Or are they going to pick, pick on me? Or this and that. Like, I never pick on people unless they have it coming. Unless they're heckling or loud or on their phone front row or wearing sunglasses front row. You know, like, it has to be screaming for me to come at you. But then there's people like uh, Leslie Jones that just lean in, you know. It's so fun to watch, though. I love that. You shit. love when the comics go after all. But, Sometimes, but, uh, I, but is this unsolicited? Where they just start like, like you know, the black comedy clubs they do that too. They just go throughout the room. Donnell lean in and and, and just and, like and rip yeah. people. Chris will too, but uh, it seems like it's, it's, with Chris it you have to, to call yeah, it. Yeah, it has to be called you have to, out. Like if you woo during Chris's show, he'll call you out. If yeah. you go woo, he's he's saying something. <laughs> yeah. He's saying something. Uh, that's my favorite when he rips the audience. Um, I'm a terrible, like, off-the-cuff person. Like, I wish I was better at crowd work. Like, I want to be so good at crowd work. It's just not my thing. I've been surprising myself lately. So here's the thing. Uh, if you tell me to go do crowd work, I'm shitting my pants. I'm like, what? No. But if it happens and it pops up, you just, the adrenaline kicks in. Because I just had it happen where this... Girl was so drunk, she was heckling, but like so drunk to the point to where even when I killed her with laughter and shut her up, she just kept coming back because she was like this. Like she didn't even yeah, know. She didn't know. She didn't know. And I went on this crazy rant, but like I've learned lessons through the past. You can't be too angry with it because then you're just a monster asshole. And you're uh, taking advantage of a drunk girl. And then and then I just annihilated her, but it killed, and it was not with me. It was, it was with just enough you know spite or whatever just enough anger to where she, like because the audience hated her too because she was ruining the fucking show she just kept interrupting that happened to me at gotham i did chris Millhouse's show at gotham and there was this table and luckily they quieted down before i went on but i was watching this girl was just talking when people just talk like they're in their own house at it's a the club's show. fault like, too. Like the club should yeah, police the I, room. I told the club to go over. This girl was literally talking across the table like she was at home. Yeah. Like, oh my god, did you see this on the menu? And I'm like, holy, like, how what's going you, on? What kind? Like, of- how? Who are you to even not? Measure yourself and be like, oh, yeah, I'm in a comedy. How club. could you be such a trash human being to just oh, literally talk about fucking mozzarella sticks and ruin a <laughs> show for eighty other persons? You know what I mean, dude? I they have this. I'm not going to say the name of the club, but it's in a restaurant. And uh, I'm not going to even say where it is because I'll give it away. But I remember a headliner on stage and a person raising their hand. And the guy goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, can you tell him bring me some more, uh, <laughs> some more, some more salmon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's insane. Because you, it's in a restaurant. Literally, it's like a restaurant first, but they just threw up. But this is like a known <laughs> club. You know what I mean? So they couldn't get a waiter. <laughs> oh, my. And the headliner's like, God. yeah. And she goes, yeah, I, I want another piece of salmon. Can you have him bring it? <laughs> hey, get up and find your waiter, uh, you asshole. I've never been back to that club. I was the it's feature. so funny. Feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Mr. Headliner. I headline in the middle. No. <laughs> I was, I was headlining in the middle. I, I was headlining in the middle. No, um, <laughs> speaking of raising your hands, it's so funny you brought that up because uh-huh. for the first time ever at Long Beach Laugh Factory last yeah. Sunday, uh, this kid that looked like he was 12 years old, but he ended up being 22, raised his hand to, to, during heck, the set. to heckle me during my set. Uh-huh. I was having a good set, though, and he raised his hand, but it was just so funny because I was looking at him and he went like this. Like real slow, and it kept going. I was like, "Are you raising your hand?" <laughs> and then he was like, and then the audience saw it, so it was hilarious. I was like, "Well, go ahead, what's up?" And he's like, "You still have the tag on your shirt." And I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> was it a new shirt? Or were you gonna bring yeah. it back? Yeah. And okay. so, uh, 
And then I just started laughing. I was like, oh, yeah, I actually know that. I'm just kind of testing it out because I ain't got that much money. Like, I want to know, do I want this? Yeah, you know? does, does it look good on does stage? Does it look good on stage? Yeah. And then the audience loved and laughed at that because it's just pretty funny. I was like, yeah, man, they're paying me 20 bucks. See, fucking this shit's 50. I got to make sure, you know. You got it at the mall at the Long Beach Fat right yeah. there. <laughs> and then it was just so funny because I just called it out. I was like, that was the politest, sweetest heckle I've ever received in my life because it was just like, excuse me. Like, it wasn't malicious or anything. It was just really funny. And it worked out and it got big laughs for everybody. And I so made fun of So is that going to be your new thing going on stage with a tag on your yeah, shirt? Yeah, that's it. I'll never, I will only wear tech. No, it was just a one-time thing. And honestly, I kind of forgot, you know, when you just put it on, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll test this out. And then literally. Do normal people just test out shirts on that? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't got money. No, no, my <laughs> wife does it all the time, but I know I have it on. I take it right off after I try it on. You just decided to wear it the I'm whole day. I'm different, Michael. <laughs> I'm a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I loved it. I'm keeping it. And it has the softest interior ever. It's got that. Outfit. What type of shirt is it? It's a flannel. I'm addicted to flannels. Are you? I have so many. It's laughable. If I oh, open yeah, that yeah, yeah. Up. The Cholo joke. You use a flannel. Yeah. Well, just my dad has been wearing flannels his whole life. I have. That's the white side. And then my Mexican side, the Pendletons and, the, you know, like the fucking. The the flannels from t-shirt warehouse and Carson and Pedro were they're eight bucks and they look gangster. I just love that shit. I love that style. I have no <laughs> idea about those brands. You don't know about Ben Davis. No, come on, man. No, I, I, I wear, I, I wear this every day. Same thing. I have nine pairs of this and like 30 shirts of this. I wear black every day. I wear the same thing every day. And when, um, yeah, and then I have one pair of jeans that uh, I just wash all the time. So when I do decide to wear jeans, I'll have that pair of jeans. I'm I'm like a minimalist with clothes. I don't try to wear a lot of colors unless I'm on set, and then I have clothes for that. I kind of, uh, other than flannel, but like jeans, I just have black, blue, gray. And then shirts, I had white and black until people on the internet and Chris and actually lots of people were just like, well, you change it up a little bit because it's like i have a uniform but i'm like i like it but i i oh you mean on your pod yeah just i I, i'll never forget this one guy left the funniest comment ever where he went uh to war speaking of war he went overseas for our country and then he came back he's like dude i've been gone for six months and i came back and you're wearing the exact same outfit (laughs) and he actually was got in my head more than delia and my friends and i was like damn you're right like i saw the pictures it was the exact same outfit i was like i gotta change it up a little bit so, so now that, you got a pink shirt now i bought a pink shirt so i was like i'll try different and colors. you busted it out for me man i, I appreciate did. that i did i gotta you, you know, know you on gotta my pod, switch it up a little bit on my pod i i wear the same shirt too i wear this every day on my pod but you only see me waist up so i don't think people really care they don't but it's just like i i guess since I don't care so much on the pod, but when like the Laugh Factory is posting those beautiful stand-up yeah. pictures, oh my guys, God. I'm like, fuck, I should wear a new jacket. They that's, have the greatest the photographers over there. So good. What, oh my what God. are the... Liz, I Liz know. Liz and Alexis. Alexis, yes. And there's a new guy, I believe. I, I just yeah. met him. I don't me remember Me too, his me name. too. They're so good. Yeah, but Liz and Alexis take the best shots. <sighs> There, uh, a lot of their shots are on my website. They actually all of them. And you have a new two. website. Yeah, I have a new website. Look at Great that. Um, I yeah, love so it. they took all the headshots. I love, my- I love you because you've been like building and building and building and grinding and grinding, taking every show you can, and now, you know, slowly it's picking up, and now you're going to be headlining next year. Everybody support them, but I'm proud of you, bro, man. Thanks, buddy. It's a it's a slow climb, but hey, as long as you're going forward, it's all good. Yeah, it's a it's a slow climb, and uh, as you know, this world is nuts, and everybody gets a little down and out and all that shit. But the moments I have of true happiness is when I go, wow, like, because you know I've said this song and dance before, but you start off. First of all, I started off living with my mother with a drug habit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, and you're on probation and all this shit. And you're just a fucking loser. And then you're like, I can't live like this anymore. So then you're like, all right, I'm going to take a stand-up class. All right, I'm going to do open mics. 
all right, open mics are terrible. I got to find another way. All right, I'm going to do bringer shows. All right, those are terrible. I'm going to find another way. All right, I'm going to get funny enough to get booked. All right, now I got some time. I'm going to feature for headliners. All right, now I got some time. I'm going to get JFL. You don't plan this shit, but I'm just saying it just, it's just, it's so hard and then you just do it and you start to accumulate stuff and it doesn't feel like it. But then when you analyze it from where you started, you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I was sharing a room with my tweaker cousin out of prison and now I got my own studio. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is people don't, you know, you got to learn to appreciate the small things. You have to keep looking back. Like, oh, like, like you said, you just went through. So if you ever felt in your career, man, I'm not moving forward. You just have to, you know, just repeat what you just said, all those steps. And then there's going to be something else bigger that pops on. Yeah. Now you're like, all right, now I got into clubs. Now I want more clubs. Now I want to sell out clubs. And that's the thing is making goals that are realistic, not like crazy, you know, because as long as you're making realistic goals, it feels like you're moving forward. As soon as you just go, I want to be the biggest comedian in the world, which is fine, but you got to have steps to get there. You know what I mean? Like, like can't be like, I'm Kevin Hart. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because you'll be very unhappy for a long time. If that's your ultimate goal, you just need to make steps. I remember when I first moved here for television, I was like, I just want to be on TV once a week. Got on once a week. Now it's like, okay, three times a week. Got on three. Then it's five. Okay, got on five. Then So it was like just little stuff, and it keeps you so encouraged. You're like, oh, my goal was to only be on TV three times. Now I'm doing three. Next is five. Oh, I got five. So now you feel like you're moving forward. Yeah. You know, if I just go, as soon as I moved here, I want to be on TV every day. It's like, oh, shit. Well, that took a year and a half. You know, so I'm very unhappy for a year and a half. But three times on TV only took about six months. Yeah, there's nothing... You want to want you you want the goals, but you just need to be careful to not let them eat you up and, and the, become bitter and angry, you know, and to not skip the steps to yeah. get there. That's the most important thing. There's steps to getting everywhere, you know, like comedy. There's steps in learning how to go after like a Bill Burr or a Joey Diaz. You know, it, it's tough, but you have to learn how to do it if you're going to play in that league. Like, yeah. You'll watch a show, you'll see people go after Dalia, Sebastian, you know, you see you see that all the time. So you're like, well, I'm sure they still get nervous. I'm oh, sure- absolutely. I've heard Chris say, like, he's like, dude, I'm following Sebastian and sold out show and he's murdering. But Chris is so good at impersonation that he just impersonates Sebastian and it's so funny, dude. Yeah. Have you seen him follow Sebastian? Uh-huh. It's so funny, dude. So, so it's a thing where you just got to find your your thing to get out of that situation. But that's a learning process. The first time you go up, there's no way you could follow any of these guys. You I know have what a I mean? good story about uh, Theo, Chris, and Donnell Rawlings. So it was a USC football event. And it was an uh-huh. urban crowd, and Donnell, we all know, Donnell destroyed is, it. Is, is it that guy's a barn burner? That guy will level. You don't want to follow him, and especially, uh, you know. It Be racist, go ahead. I'm, all right, but in, in, in front of that audience, <laughs> what that he, audience? You mean an all African American? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you're talking about you tell the story, huh? You're talking about you half my people. Hey, you're talking I'm about ha- half my people. What up, black folks? <laughs> what up, black folks? He called you that people. So the, I did not. Anyways, that crowd. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I'm scared Mexican. I'm scared. Go ahead, Mexican. That's racist. I can't take this. Oh my God! My grandmother's rolling over. And abuelita. Anyways, uh, (laughs) okay. So it's USC fundraiser. It's predominantly black crowd, and it's uh, a lot of football players. And Donnell is a fucking barn. They're all barn burner. Theo's a beast. Chris is a beast. So the lineup is supposed to be, um, Chris, Donnell, Theo, and then Chris shows up. And Theo's at the bar eating a sandwich or whatever. And then Chris walks in and uh, Donnell's destroying. Like, like it's like Chris says, it's almost fake. It's like there's a, <laughs> there's like, there's a laugh track. Like, people are like, ah! Like, it's deaf comedy jam. It's deaf comedy jam. Yeah. They're hitting the table. They're stomping. They're fucking throwing. Like, he's like, he's like, oh, shit. And he, in his head, he's like, oh, I'm so glad Theo's next and not me. And then he goes to talk to Theo, and then he go, he's like, I already went up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, he's a pro, and he has yeah. his tricks. And I forgot what he said he did, but he he, uh, he did this one thing that allowed him then to follow Donnell. 
and also always, have a good set. Yeah, it's all you just gotta yeah. you just gotta re you gotta acknowledge, reset the room, and then once they laugh at your first joke, you're good. Yeah. You know, I went after who did I go after that was destroying P- Pete Lee. Like Pete Lee's a great he's not like a Bill Burr, but he's funny as fuck. That guy just destroys destroy, Pete Lee destroys he's a rooms. Pro. So I went on after him and you know, as a comic, you like this dude per minute. This Gets the most a, ja- last. It's like ha ha. Literally, the crowd is like ha 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 for like 10, 15 minutes, like ha ha nonstop. So I'm like, dude, my pace is slower than this, you know. So then you get in your head, okay, what do I start with? What do I do this? And then I remember. I think it's safe to say Pete Lee is one of the most polished comics. Oh my in god, the game. he's a the pro. guy is just like crack crack crack. You're yeah. like what? Yeah. What? He's the, the epitome dude, of a stand-up comedy. He's just yes. like. He did the Tonight Show five times in a year. Yeah. Like the he's guy's that insane. dude. So I go on after and this happened last night and I go, God, like incredible set. And he goes, Oh, you're going to be fine. And I go up there and I just mentioned, Oh my God, Pete Lee, what incredible comic. And I said something. And then as soon as I said my first joke, it landed. And literally the time, 15 seconds in 15 seconds, reset the room, addressed him. Boom. And then they were into my, and then mine started just like, well, cause they were ready then. That's how you write. I, I guess I was riding it, but also acknowledging him. Yeah. The same thing. But it was great, man. Cause you know, I don't care who you are, you know, like I'm sure if Dave Chappelle walks in, I don't care what level of comedian you are. You're like, shit, I got to go after him. You know, yep. always. You don't want to, but you will do it. You will do it. You'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. And then when you crush, it's the best feeling. It's the best Literally, time. it's the best. Like, I went after Seinfeld three times. And every time I crushed, and it was the best feeling. Like, I can't put into words how good I felt. And uh, Gina Rodriguez was there, and her whole cast of, uh, what's that show? Jane the Virgin was there in New York City at Gotham. It was the freaking best best feeling in the world to go after jerry three times two nights two different nights and destroy and probably my best sets like at that time my best sets of the year you know and to know you come from you know just starting and then like you starting to hit your stride and you're like can jerry go in front of you and of course me i'm like of course i want of course he can that's an honor you know and then to be able to back it up oh I had to go after Jim Gaffigan at Gotham, and uh, he bumped me. Not off the show, just 10 minutes. Yeah. And uh, But that crowd was, it was light, and they were, I mean, they were giving him this much. So then when they gave me this much, I was like, oh, yeah, that's. It they just it was a well, light. that's not a very inspiring story. <laughs> we <laughs> both bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about positivity. I'm lifting up. And no, I, well, you just brought up Go- Gotham and following the juggernaut, and yeah. it made me remember that. I guess yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was at Gotham. It was a Sunday. It was a light crowd. They weren't like. They just were just. Oh, like, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday is their. Uh, they combine. They have a school for comedians. So they combine it with uh, professional comedians and comedians that are showcasing uh, for graduation. Every uh, Sunday. I don't think this was it's something. There. No, no. Every Sunday it is. I go okay. there all the time. So, or it's some type of like up and coming comics or they bring, it's a bringer show. But what they do is they bring like, uh, if Pete Lee lived out there, they would have Pete Lee and different big comics pop in. Gaffigan does it a lot. Uh, at times Seinfeld goes in. So it's a thing where if I'm in town, I'll pop in because I just, yeah, I know the club and that's my regular home club in New York city. So I pop in to work out new stuff, but it's that type of audience where they're supportive, but they're there to see their friends, you know, the up and coming people. So it's a great place to work out stuff. I think it's it's too well lit. I don't like it when the audience is too well lit. Oh, I love it. You like to see it. I want darkness. Darkness. I want to make eye contact with them. I want to let them know. Darkness is upon us. I like it. I love. That's why I love the OR. You can't see. Sh- well, you can see the front row, of course. But that light is just in your face, and the rest of the room's dark. Love that. I want to do. Are you going to open mic next week? Um. Or the what's it called? Potluck. Yeah, I go every Monday. If you go, let me know. I want to meet you up there. I want to. I want to. I want to try to get on. Okay, yeah, I'm sure Adam will throw you on. Yeah, I want to try to get up there. Work is that a place where you work out new stuff, or you're trying to impress? 
How do you go up there? What's your intention? Oh, no, you need to kill. Oh, okay. But if you go up week after week after week, you do need to switch it up. And, uh, you know, it just depends. If you're a door guy, you need to work on stuff because you're getting up every single week. Yeah. And if Adam sees you doing the same set every single week, he'll be like, oh, you know, so you got to work. Was up. Adam there when you performed yesterday? No, he left the room. <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> oh, because you didn't do well? No, I did well. Uh, I was just a joke. Oh. Yeah, you want Adam to see you, but usually at the times that I get thrown up, he's never in the room because he, he'll be there from like, I don't know, like six to nine. And then when I get thrown up by my homies, it's usually like 10. So who's getting thrown up from six to nine? There's a, I forgot the exact times. I believe it's s- sign ups at six. Seven o'clock it starts. The first hour is open mic for anybody and everybody off the street. And then uh, eight, eight to ten, it's friends and family. And I'm not official friends and family, but I'm backdoor friends and family. Like, I know everybody, so I am. I'm stepchild. I'm the step. What is, then what does friends and family mean? It just means Adam puts you on a list to check you out to see. Oh. To get you in the system. Okay. And then... um. Yeah. So, so then I would probably, because you know I know Adam, but I, since I, I I'm not there as much as you, would I have to go on between six and seven then? No, you 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 probably just hit up Adam, and be like, hey, I'd love to get up on a Monday, and he'll tell you, okay, come down at nine or something. Okay, know? that's how you would do it. All right. Yeah. I just hang or out. Or hit up Ari. Or hit up Ari. Hit up any of the hosts that you know. But even then, there's so many friends and family. Like he still has to get approval. Cause I'm on. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's all process, dude. There's so many comics. I think like 200 comics sign up for 15 spots every week. I saw down the street at the Laugh Factory redoing the whole road, and tonight is open mic, so they have comics like lining up, and I mean in front of them, bulldozers, dust everywhere, <laughs> and I'm like, that's <sighs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm no, like, it's not awesome. No, it is, man. I've done that. And no, it's because they awful. want it so bad that dust is in their face. They're doing construction. They're breathing in tar, and they're still <laughs> there to perform, man. Come on, man. That's I did awful. it in summer, Ugh. and I had to bring a lawn chair because you wait out there so long. And the sun's just fucking... How, how'd you do? I did well. I did well. They didn't pick me. They picked me years later, though. And now you're there, and your clips are going viral. Yeah. What? Yeah, they. I've gotten fifty thousand fans and seven, eight million views off them. So do God you, bless you. Would you say that's the ten million? I I got to yeah. do the math because it's on every plat, on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, and they all have pretty good views. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Look at you. So thank you, Laugh Factory. Thank you for making me wait outside in the sun. No. It all paid <laughs> off, though. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it, though. It's the best. Are we done yet? No. What time are we at? <laughs> uh, just under an hour. Oh, perfect. Now we get to the good stuff. Oh, what is hey, the good stuff? So, on my podcast, oh, Lord. when was like the last time oh. you had a good old embarrassing shitting of your pants in it like in my pants yeah you poo pooed the pants poop those sweatpants I, I don't think i've ever done that on a wedding night you know something real I know. embarrassing i wish i could give you something good <laughs> i mean i could make something up but no i, I don't we think don't i've do ever that. done that like i've never so shit bad. your pants no no come on oh, uh, as a kid no. like a 12 year old you squirt the bed or something squirt the bed <laughs> fart chart nothing you got nothing in my hold on let me th- no well Wait. Looks like you're a terrible guest. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I think I did once. Yes, I did once. And I'm not making this up. But when you I it was running I can't believe I'm talking. Yes, I did. It, it was a I was on a trip <laughs> and I got stuck in traffic and I couldn't make it home. Because oh, here yes, it is true because I can't poop in public. What? I have to do it at home. <laughs> I fucking shit on a bush. I don't give no, a shit. No, dude, I cannot. I can't hear people's sounds, and I can't have people hear my sounds. So literally, I will hold it till I get home. Yeah, that's no a matter, rough life. Like, like it could be six hours. I will hold it till I get home. Can I've I, never taken hey, a. 
That's not good for you. I know. <laughs> I know. But I can't, unless I have the only, I did it once. The only time I've ever taken a dump in public, I had noise canceling headphones. So I couldn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Let me get my poo poo kit up. <laughs> Earplugs and Bose. No, fucking. I had the Bose headphones <laughs> and I turned the volume up all the way and just let it rip. And I didn't care because I couldn't hear them. And I, I know they heard me, but I didn't care because I couldn't hear them. It's all about, I, I just, I don't know. It's just something about, I can't do it in public. I'm sure a lot of people watching. Are gonna be like, dude. I'm like that. I I, I know I, there's a lot of you out there like that. I am just f quite the opposite. Oh yeah, I can't. move over, Michael. I'm spraying out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you you'll just let it rip and don't care about sounds. I do you get, try I, to hold it like I when you're in public. Do you if try? It's a to big gnarly one. It's almost laughable, but I'm like, oh <laughs> man, like everybody you know, saw me come in here. <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess a, a baby seed is in my head going like, oh, dude, this is a little embarrassing, but I will always let release the Kraken, you know, release the beast. Yep. Yeah. You got to, man. Yeah. Now it's great because, you know, when you first meet a girl like my wife and we dated, you would try to like, I've still never heard her fart or smelt anything. Do you in fart life. in front of her? Oh, yeah. And I'm disgusting. That's <laughs> a new thing I'm working on. Like, I never thought I would be the guy I am in front of my wife. Like, I am disgusting. I don't know how she ever is still with me. Because I'm just, like, in the bed, anywhere we're at, with my son. I'll be holding my son. Blah! You know, I'm like, whoa. How did I become this I knew dude? you were a real one. Yeah. I was like, how... <laughs> But I look at myself because I was like, I would not like to be married to a person like me. So, because my wife, I've never smelt it. I've never seen her. I've never, like, she says she doesn't, and I believe her. Because I've never, we've been now six years, not smelled anything. Never even found rings around. You know how sometimes you'll see remnants on the on the in, inside the toilet i've never left a remnant in my life well, <laughs> but nothing man it's crazy my wife is like she's yeah i've did women like that where there's no farts ever i'm like what the fuck are you man what are you a cyborg what's going on down there yeah how do you do that i'm meanwhile i'm just ripping it let them rip baby. but i didn't start doing that till we got married about a year in then my doctor my it's bad for you because my doctor i would hold him in like when we slept at night my doctor, I kept having stomach pains. He goes, dude, you got to let them out because you're all that gas is messing you up in there. So I told my wife, she was like, okay, fine. So then once she gave me the, the like, okay. Uh, you know, I said fine, but now my eyes are burning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can go outside. So I do remember one time I was driving. I had to go to an appointment but before because I can't poop in public. So I remember it was like that that the juicy ones, you know what I mean? And I remember it running down my leg. And then I had to go home. So I missed the meeting because I can't show up to a meeting like that. Yeah, doo-doo pants. Um, I got a good one. I forgot about this. I don't know if I told it, but uh, I was driving. My family is me, my dad, and my two sisters. And uh, I had the stinky farts, like the, the, oh, the rotten eggs. Where, where it feels like somebody farts. died inside you. It's an oh. assault on your air you breathe. And uh, of course, I farted and, and <laughs> I'm driving and... And then my dad rolled down the window because it's disgusting. And then when he was uh, laughing and arguing and yelling at me, you know, we're ha we're just cracking up because we're weird people like that. And so when he was going, I can't, whatever, he's going, you stink. I rolled the window up on him and <laughs> locked it. it. <laughs> and then he went like this to go put his head out and just slammed his face <laughs> against the window. And we laughed so hard we still laugh he's like remember when dad slammed his face against the window <laughs> and i'm just laughing giving everybody pink eye it was fantastic i've never heard my mom fart either oh my, my mom, mom rips it my bro. dad never really Ooh. ripped it in front of me I, I remember hearing him a couple times but yeah i come from basically a fart free family but i fart all the time and i hate myself for it my mom's booty is so big that you could hear i have jokes about it too but not only does it go up her back out of the girdle that she wears that I have a bit about? But it literally, her booty's so deep, you could hear it goes, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> and we clap. just laugh, dude. It's got a big mama booty. Anyways, I think this has been a good episode. Oh, thank you. 
This is Michael. Yo, check him out. I love him with all my heart. He's I hooked, love you, man. I'm so proud of you. So much. So check God out my bless podcast. You. If you, I got a great podcast out right now with Joe Coy. The Michael Yo Show. Yeah, it's amazing, man. We will tag you in it and uh, and check out his podcast. He is amazing. He's had Donnell Rollins. We talked about him. He's had Dalia. He's had yeah. me. Yeah. We, he's, I've had you, Mark, and Lenoche. Michael Noche at one time. Yeah. Yeah, so check his podcast out. He's had uh, Chatty Broads, Becca. Oh and yeah, Jess. love those girls. They're fantastic. Yeah, I'm about to have Rick Fox on. You, you know oh who? shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. NBA actor, yeah. legend, and married then, to Vanessa. Yeah, yeah. I almost said Vanessa Blue. That's a porn star I used to watch <laughs> back then. <laughs> what fuck? What's her name? Vanessa, Vanessa Gorgeous. Vanessa? What? No, it's not white. Vanessa, most beautiful singer in all yes. the land. What's her name? Vanessa. Shoot. Vanessa. She was in Eraser with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Rick Fox is married to who? Vanessa. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember Eraser? With Vanessa. Williams. Williams. How the fuck we forget that basic last name? Williams. Williams. It's so easy to remember. Yeah. Anyways. All right, this um, is fun. They got a weird ending there. Check yeah. out Michael Yo, <laughs> the Michael Yo Show. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I love you, Greg I love Conan. you too. Thank you for doing my podcast and have me on yours. And this is that's it. Go, <laughs> go get some psyllium husk and shit your pants, people. I love you all. Thank you for listening, liking, and subscribing. I appreciate you. You're helping me hopefully get the hell out of this studio into a yeah. bigger studio apartment with a kitchen. Just kidding. Into a one bedroom. Maybe <laughs> two. Who knows? Woo-hoo. Anyways, thank you so much. Have a good evening. Have a good evening. <laughs>